to The Back of the Net, football podcast by football fans for football fans. Premier League is back. We should have had um, we should have had an episode out before, but due to somewhat illness, God, COVID just never stops. Man, fucking hell! Uh, pardon my language. I was so um, I was so ill. It wasn't funny. So we we get it done today anyway. Um, so football is back, Rob. Happy? Yeah, of course, happy. You know, we had how many weeks did we have off? Three, four. <laughs> football. I think it was everyone six was weeks, going was mad. Something like that, yeah. Before it all came back, but it was obviously a shorter break than usual. But uh, just nice to see the Liverpool team out again and playing in such a such a chaotic way <laughs> that you would have thought Millionaire was in goals. <laughs> uh, maybe in some ways uh, pulling leads first game of the season wasn't ideal a bit of an unknown quantity yeah but... it's a shame because I remember remember the, the games in the, the early 2000s against Leeds when Leeds were going through their stage of Mark Viduca Rio Ferdinand um, let's buy Believe everything and not, they, and let's buy everyone and just forget about the consequences financially yeah we don't have to pay um, for the grand but like under this under this manager, like they they looked they had such a purpose. Um they squeezed and pressed Liverpool like no other team has. Um, they they played more Liverpool like than Liverpool, I think. Well yeah, well that's that's the interesting thing, is that like Bielsa, um, you know, everyone talks about Klopp's um press and, and, and Guardiola press. and yeah, and Guardiola, but apparently it all stemmed from this little genius's mind. Um <laughs> Earlier on in his career, um, so it was kind of it was nice to see. I mean, I know we played Norwich first game of the season last year; they were newly promoted. I know we're playing Leeds. We played Leeds first game of the season; they were newly promoted champions. So it was interesting the the difference. Like Leeds did not hold back in their style; they just played the way they played. And you know, I, everyone says like costly errors and stuff, but you know they were really well taken goals. So ah, yeah, they like they had a, they had a couple of good players there who could just finish really really mm. well. And yeah. you know, I don't, I don't have any fear for Leeds, but I, I just hope their squad isn't um, might be a bit shallow to play that game all season. Yeah, and, and that was—it's okay, first game of the season, you can give it everything. But that—that that, that was the, I think the the um, not the complaint, but the analysis that a lot of people had with the Elsa's team, Leeds team, in the last two years was that they fade away in the championship yeah. in uh, March onwards, yeah. and that's when they start to burn out. I mean, but, yeah. the saving grace they had with the Premiership, or they have with the Premiership, is that it's a smaller league, 20 teams, yeah. so might have a better but, chance. Yeah. But then again, you had the first two years of Klopp's reign, and it was pretty mm. much like that as well. Towards the end of the season, the players were fecked. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, Adam Lallana is a walking study of that. Oh my God, he's out again. How long is he out for this time? Um, I think, he, I'm not sure, but like he didn't look great. Mm. Poor fellas, what a such a good footballer. He is, but he's just had like struggle after struggle after struggle with injury. He never yeah. had. I mean, under Klopp, he'd come in and he'd take him uh, I mean, like five, six, seven, eight games to get into the swing of things. He'd get into the swing of things and he'd be gone. Yeah, you know, and and so it was one of those signings. Like, I mean, you look back at I don't know Danny Ings, who never had a run. Uh, do you know what? Now. I always um, liked Daddy Ings. He just, you know, he just didn't suit how Liverpool play. Do you not think so? 
if we were playing a four four two, I would have said he would have been perfect for it. But I just don't think he fitted that mold with a three up front. You really don't think he could have been a really good off the bench replacement for Bobby Firmino? <sighs> he could have been, but I think he's better than being an off the bench replacement. Yeah, well, he wouldn't have stayed around considering he was one off being joint being um, joint goal scorer last yeah. year. He, you know, but, and uh, every like I was delighted for him because I, I really I really like him. You know, even before he joined Liverpool, he joined from Burnley, was it? Oh God, I yeah, think it was. Just, yeah. yeah, he was just a terrific player. You know, he was mm. just. I don't know, he had an injury at Liverpool and it just never really worked for him, did it? No, I didn't. He never really recovered from that. Well, he has recovered from it, but a Liverpool agent. <laughs> but here we are talking with Danny Ings after we <laughs> we have a seven-goal opener. A seven-goal thriller. To be fair, uh, nothing to write home about. I thought Alisson was a little bit weak mm-hmm. uh, and the defence looked a bit shaky, but, you know, first game of the season, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, even the match at the weekend against Chelsea, it doesn't say a whole lot, really, you know. No, it doesn't really say an awful lot, only that like the newly promoted teams, Fulham are in some serious trouble already, yeah. if Arsenal are spanking you away from home. <laughs> um, but uh, on the Liverpool game, I mean, Mo Salah just looked, it's amazing how he can look so lazy and so fierce at the same time. Yeah, It was like but... a training game for him. That, that volley, was but the power like, yeah, yeah the power but, but, he generates from the volley he was, he, it was like he was just in Melwood having a training session before yeah. the lads come in but um, even his penalties now his two penalties oh, yes. even if the goalkeeper had got behind him I don't think he could have saved him the interesting thing about his penalties was that for his first penalty when he blasted it yeah it was a straight run up yeah but for the second penalty he did his usual run up which meant he was he was going to place it somewhere but yeah, see, even if you still know that he was placed so well, <laughs> yeah. but it was just interesting and really cool. It was placed so well up. with extreme power. With extreme power, he's got a venomous <laughs> left foot. I have to say. I tell you what, uh, Mo Salah is just getting better and better and better. I know that's hard to believe, considering his first season he scored forty goals. Mm-hmm. I just think he's just getting better and better and better. I think it, it, it bodes well if you compare, like the season that he did. He was the leading top scorer. He just like every angle, every goal you can think of, he scored. And yet we didn't win the Premier League. And the time that we did win the Premier League, he wasn't a top goal scorer. Yeah. So it's it's kind of and then this year it looks like the way he started, it looks like he's just going to do a phenomenal job. Yeah, he just um, looked hungry, didn't he? He really did. He looks he's yeah. lean, muscular, like it looks like he's gonna fly. So yeah. yeah, I'm uh I'm kind well, of now now that he's not carrying an extra three and a half stone of hair around <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true, um, but it was, a, it was an interesting game. I mean, I, I saw the lineup. I was, I was praying for Kate. I was like, Navi Kate, have a game, like you know, have a game, get into this. And I thought to myself, God, if he, if he does well here, because like, he, he's a, he, he can get goals. He can get beyond the front three. I'm he can over break the lines. I know a lot of people are. I know that, and I feel like this this season could be make or break for him, especially um, because in the first half I thought he was really good. He was involved in an awful lot of moves. I mean. Yeah. Liverpool had a lot of chances. That, Liverpool had a lot of chances that were blocked. Um, the the lead leads the leads line was quite solid. To be fair to it for for most of it, but Liverpool were able to penetrate it. If they'd have got one or two more, I honestly believe if Fabinho had been on from the start with his little second wand, yeah, um, I, I reckon Liverpool would have had five or six, and that's the difference. I don't think we have anyone. Um, 
Naby Keita, I just don't think can play where he wants to play. I'd be I'd be interested in trying him up the front three, see how he gets mm-hmm. on in a few games. Um, but I don't think he's going to cut it in the midfield there, and I think I think he'll be shipped out sooner rather than later. I I, I get what you're saying, and I completely understand people being frustrated with with Keita the way he's playing. I mean, we talked about um, how Klopp because of the lack of transfers, and I suppose we get onto that later. But because of that, we're going to have to start changing up our formation and, and bringing in the squad players a bit. And I think that's where you might see Naby in a four-two-three-one. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fabinho, like, he's the best in his position probably in the world. Um, Fabinho, yeah, fantastic footballer, just an amazing footballer. Um, I hope we don't get into a situation this year because we haven't got recruitments at the back where Matip takes fifteen weeks off. Gomez has another injury and then all of a sudden Fabinho's taken out at midfield because like he is the start and end of it right there. Yeah. He um, he he's, he has been the difference. And um, you know, we okay, we have Allison and we have Van Dyke, but I think he was just a missing piece. Yeah, he's the, if you think about like all the great teams and even the great Liverpool teams, it was always yeah. the spine of that yeah. team. And our spine is really it's probably so, the strongest it's been in my lifetime, it's the strongest that that, that, that it's ever been that, 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 that I've ever witnessed. Yeah. Um, from Alisson, um, Van Dijk, Fabinho, all the way up to Firmino Salah. Um, just a really strong spine. And I just would not like to see him taken out of that and have, like, break that midfield up and not have Fabinho there, maybe put Henderson yeah. there or something like that. Because who knows where Genie's going to end up. Um, yeah. Before this all ends. <sighs> From what from what I'm reading uh, about Wijnaldum is um, he doesn't want to leave Liverpool. He's not in a big rush to leave Liverpool, and they're talking about a new contract. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. You never know. He could be gone. Who who knows? Who knows? Anyway, what um, what if any other players caught your eye in the Premier League? This oh, I was interested in seeing Timo Werner only because you know we were. Close to signing him or earmarked to sign Should have him. signed him. He looks like a player. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a player. I mean, he has some good players around him, but Jesus, he's a proper forward that yeah. would have done a job at Liverpool. Uh, but I can see he would not sit on the bench. Doesn't no. deserve to sit on the bench. But I don't think I don't think he would have sat at the bench at Liverpool. You think he would have? He would have uh, kicked kicked out. Uh, what's his name? Bobby. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Um, but look, if 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 what I read in the newspapers comes true, then I won't care. So it doesn't make much of a difference. And uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think the genie one's interesting because you know, being Dutch, Kuman going to Barcelona, Barcelona in absolute yeah hands of things. But Barcelona, um, Ronald Koeman will be out of Barcelona in the next couple of weeks because they're going to have uh, a new election for president. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the the fellow who's expected to win it, I don't know his name off the top of his head, said he is going to make Javi Hernandez the manager of Barcelona. Yeah. So why would he go and play with uh, Ronald well, Koeman? I did a great job at Everton, Koeman. Um, well, he should be lauded for the job he did at Everton if you're a Liverpool fan. <laughs> I mean that just goes to show you that the people that run Barcelona really don't watch watch the premiership, watch the news. I mean he did a really good job at um with the Netherlands and stuff. Um 
yeah. turned him in from being a joke into an actual competitive nation again, top tier. Yeah, but you but, see, you have to you have to put that down to a better generation of players that came through. True, but he did get the best out of Wijnaldum and the Dutch team. Wijnaldum was up scoring goals and, and influencing the midfield and influencing play. So oh, I can gee. see, and I don't know, I don't know, Liverpool are kind of stuck in a thing where, do they want another Emirates channel on their hand where they just lose him for nothing? Yeah. Because his well, contract runs out next, next year. Yeah, he's, he'll be 30 years old when his contract runs out. Now, I think he's one of the most underrated Liverpool players because I just think he does that dirty work that he'll pop up in the right place at the right time. You know, a he good box few... the box. Yeah, he's he's box the box. The, box. Um, the, the problem is with Liverpool's midfield three currently, you know, the best midfield three is obviously Wijnaldum, um, Fabinho and Henderson. Henderson, yeah. You know, and I, I just think there's nothing, if there's an injury, a long-term injury with any of them three, I think we're in trouble because I don't I, think we have anyone to replace them. I think history would of injuries would, would say that yeah we are going to yeah we will be in trouble like Henderson does have it like a history with some injuries late on in the season mid-season um, I would like to see Curtis Jones brought in I think Klopp really likes him and he, he did get a few minutes didn't he against Leeds I thought he was impressive I thought he was the best midfielder on the pitch and he only came on for a certain amount of time I thought he was really good he did cause got, the third goal though didn't he oh yeah but look come on he's a young lad whatever that's going to happen I just he has this, he has this kind of What's the word? Reassured cockiness, but it's not too out of place. Where he plays, he does look a player, and I'd love to see him get a few more games. Because, like you know, you were saying, Akita is going to get injured, based on the history. Henderson will pick up a heel injury, definitely. And then we'd love, you know, Jones to have like 15, 16 games or appearances under his belt to, to just bed in there. Um, Genie, I think when a player is a year from his contract and stalling on contracts, I can see him either waiting out the contract playing this year or else Liverpool offloading them. But I'll be quite honest with you, I don't know where Barcelona are going to get the cash. Because they yeah. are they are run into the hooking ground. They're a mess. <laughs> like they're paying Liverpool for bonuses for players that they bought that beat them in competitions. <laughs> so absolutely uh, they, they are a mess. I don't I don't know what's happened um, with that and I wouldn't with Barcelona I wouldn't be overly surprised to see Pep Guardiola go back there yeah uh, yeah yeah. I mean again like you could see you could see Man City maybe maybe not doing well this year the way they finished last year was a joke I mean, Man just, City yeah they just gave up um, they haven't taken care of the problem at the back they haven't replaced company um, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's a bit of a mess there so I think we haven't seen Man City, we haven't seen Man United, which I think might do well this year. Um, but uh, it's it's going to be an interesting season, like just with the, the no fans anywhere. Who knows what's going to happen with COVID, uh, how that's going to dictate play and, and, and games, and then the European games, obviously. Um, it's going to be an interesting year. Yeah, it, it sure will, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, so how do you think... Um, how do you think... Um, Sorry, who do you, who do you think will 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 challenge for the title? Like you'd have to say Liverpool will challenge. I wouldn't be as optimistic this year as I was last year, just through the lack of recruitment. We don't we don't seem to have strengthened even our reserves any. Um, not that Liverpool, I think, had a weakness in too many places at the bench was maybe weak, but you know Chelsea are obviously splashing the cash. Man City are splashing the cash. So who 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 do you expect to be up there I mean, thereabouts? 
so you could base this on two things because we only have two teams to base it on history and then the most recent history which is the first game of the season and everyone knows now that Arsenal are definitely going to be up there um, they're, they're going to be challenged and that's a joke by the way I'm being facetious um, what, Arsenal? yeah I don't know I think, I think Arteta is a bit overblown yeah they'll, 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 they haven't gotten rid of all the players that like were there under Emery and you know, that sold them down the river and there's that spine where they hit a bad run of games and they just can't get out of it. Um, but, like, City will obviously be there because, you know, they have a history of it. Uh, Liverpool, I, I honestly think this could be Liverpool's year again, to be quite honest. I think they're so under underestimated right now that it suits us. And it suited us last year because everyone said City, City all the way. Uh, we went on to win the European Championship. We went on to win the, or the European Cup, the, the World Club Cup and everything. So, I think it depends where Klopp's focus is. Um, he wanted that premiership last year. Uh, he got it at the at the expense, I think, of of the um, the European Cup. I think this year maybe he'll focus on the European Cup and try and retain that. And the fact that the Liverpool are going to be going for top honours as long as they're under Klopp. Um, but I see Liverpool, City, and I think an outside bet, Man United, um, will be there challenging uh, as well. So I think those are the three that I would I would go for. Chelsea bought a lot, and he has to bet all those players in. So he's already whinging already. So I fucking can't stand There's one person I can't stand. It's Frank Lampard. I didn't oh. like him as a player. I don't like him now as a manager. I think he's a, an absolute Whinge arrogant little, oh. Just anything. Anyone that has a little like Klopp says about uh, we don't have a we don't have a club run by an oligarch. Fact. No, we don't have. A, I'm going to be Rafa Benitez. Fact. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't have a club run by an oligarch. We don't have a club run by uh, an oil, an oil nation like a, an on-state actor. We yeah. don't. Man City have have that, and Chelsea have the oligarch. So he's been factually accurate. We have an investment group, FSG, um, and we sold really well. I mean, we could have got more for Suarez, seventy-five, uh, Torres at fifty, and then Coutinho at a hundred. And hundred and stupid million with bonuses, yeah. so we we sold to buy, you know. Chelsea haven't. Well, I think that's that is the Liverpool model: is to bring in young players, uh, you know, coach them up, and you know, fill the gaps in with talent as needed. I uh, think, I think the Liverpool way is is basically here's a player. Now let's take the piss out of Barcelona. That's. That's the most the most recent model, <laughs> most recent transfer model of Liverpool. No, but I get what you're saying. Um, you know, Coutinho bought for I think eight million, nine million, ten million. I think under Rodgers, um, but then developed into a phenomenal talent. And I don't know, ran a, ran around at, at, at Barcelona. So yeah, and uh, look. When when he was playing for Liverpool, I used to love watching him because he he could he could score a goal from anywhere. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, I honestly believe if Klopp thought he was good enough for Liverpool, he'd still be there. I mean, who do you think? Well, that's true. Who do you think is going to be challenging, but Liverpool? Yeah, I I I can't. You know, obviously Man City are going to be there. Uh, Liverpool are going to be there. Chelsea and Man United will be scrapping it out. I think. Uh, it all depends on how to go. I think Chelsea, I think Chelsea need to buy defenders more than attacking players. Yeah, they need to buy a goalkeeper. Yeah, 
I mean, when you look at what they paid for Kepa and what we paid for Allison, I mean, we we got a we got a bargain and a half. I mean, they basically they bought the um, most expensive goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. Um. So, you know, as a comparison, Allison is the best goalkeeper in the world. I mean, Kepa doesn't even. Well, look, I don't. I don't know if Allison is the best goalkeeper in the world, but by Jesus, he's in the top three. He's up there with with uh, yeah. All Black and uh, and well Neuer, Neuer slash. I mean, I'll have to put Ederson up there too. Yeah. Um. I mean, Man City don't have the the defense that Liverpool have, so Ederson will, will get exposed sometimes. But I think yeah, definitely Allison's up there. He's top two. He's top. Two. He's up there with All Black. And, yeah. And, and, look, yeah, yeah, you can you can put him in a list. It's a small list at the top of world class goalkeepers. Yeah. You know, there's not many of them. There really isn't. Um. United have the hair. I would put the hair in the world class bracket mm-hmm. with a caveat that he's been absolute rubbish the last season and a half, two seasons maybe. Um, I don't know if he just needs a change or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised to see him um, move to Spain or something this year. Yeah, it's an interesting one considering the job that Henderson did um, last year for Sheffield United. Yeah, so... and we actually talked on the other podcast about that. Um, how how good he was last year, you know yeah. Henderson with with a, a relatively leaky defense in front of him. He was just he he was a shining star for Sheffield United. He was, I mean he um and he also gave Liverpool a, a beautiful goal, one one nil at Bramalane, so that was nice too. Um, but no, I I would I would definitely say that City, Liverpool, United, uh, saving grace. I think for United is that they don't have the Europa League. Um, yeah, Arsenal do. Um, Look, too, so Arsenal, Arsenal are a strange one for me. Ever since Arsene Wenger went to Arsenal, I have absolutely despised him, and I just I keep hearing all about this. Oh, Michael Arteta, Michael Arteta, Michael Arteta. He won the FA Cup. He was playing a very poor Chelsea team. You know, he won the Charity League on penalties against Liverpool, who are probably still on the piss. To be perfectly honest with you. I don't know if Arsenal can make that big of a leap in a season. Yeah, so I think that um, Arsenal can definitely close the gap if you're talking about Arsenal getting into the Champions League places. I'm not sure what the distance was between them uh, and Chelsea and United last last year, uh, but the distance between United and Liverpool was ridiculous. So they're not gonna they're not gonna make up plus thirty points. Uh, but then again, the um, I don't think Liverpool are going to get 99 points. I don't think this, this season, I don't think any team is going to get near 99 points this year. I think the season will probably be won on lower points total. Um, but I do think that they, they, they look like, they definitely look like they, they're going to close the gap. Spurs look like they're they're on the Jose Marino meltdown train. <laughs> so, it's already started really messy. He's complaining and he's giving about the players. So he's going... I, I, I don't reckon I don't reckon he'll see September out Jose, to be perfectly honest with you. Jose's going through his classic hits of Jose behaviours. It's hilarious. He's already digging out the team, calling them lazy and fat and, <coughs> and ugly and I wish I, I wish I never met you and all that sort of stuff. So um but yeah, it's pretty funny. Fair, to be fair to Jose in this situation, um he had he had inherited the team that was probably gone a bit past it. Yeah. But at, like I'm not a big fan of Spurs, but I have to say under Pochettino I enjoyed watching them. Um Poch had, had them at their peak. Yeah. You know, so 
I think Pod- Harry Kane might be just. I don't know. You can't say he's passed because he'll go and bang twenty goals or something like that. But he's just very injury prone now. I think that ankle has caused him all problems the last few years. And plus, it's Spurs. I, I really, really dislike Spurs. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's a it's a weird one because Spurs have this um, mentality where they think that they can, um, where they think that they're they're due a title or they're due a, a, a cup or anything like that. And they've shown parts of it by getting to the Champions League final um, when Liverpool uh, beat them over Madrid but apart from that they really haven't done a lot they've just always been in their Champions League places for the last maybe four years and now Jose like you said he's inherited an ageing squad he's sold some players and he is not one known for bringing through youth so that leaves him and Tottenham are not known for spending big so that really leaves him where he is and yeah you could look at like October, November Jose out after doing, after going through his classic hits, his classic hits repertoire, so <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah. So, well, uh, I don't know if Spurs will be entertaining, but I, I know what you're saying. Oh yeah, definitely the the the, the drama and stuff, and when he's calling out everyone. Yeah. Did you see the um, Amazon documentary on um, Spurs? Or, sorry, on, on, jo- watch- on Joseph. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Joe there. I so. haven't, I haven't watched it, um, but I will. I will probably. I'll probably there's one, that. there's one hilarious thing. I mean, Danny Rose comes in. He actually confronts Jose about playing time. And Jose says, "Well, you're playing shit." And uh, Danny says, "How am I supposed to not play well if you don't play me every game? You play me every four games." And uh, so you know, he puts him on the transfer list, and Milan are interested. He <laughs> goes, <laughs> but he goes to the funny thing is they record uh, Danny Rose going to the. Um, Going to the chairman, uh, his name I can't remember his name any, but he goes to the chairman Daniel Levy. He goes to Daniel Levy. He says, "Are Milan still interested?" And Levy's like, "No, but Newcastle are." <laughs> so, really living the dream there, Daddy. But like you look at you look at Spurs historically. Okay, they've always been there in the Premier League as long as I've known, and even the old First Division. But mm. if you look back on it, they're, they're not historically a winning club. I mean, no. they have they have two league titles to their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they got the one, a couple of FA Cups, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think their last, their last uh, domestic cup was two thousand and eight or something like that. And I mean, their last European Cup was back in the early eighties or something. I mean, uh, they're having a bit of a, a Liverpool sort of a thing when we, we were going through that dry period as well. But we're harking back to the past, but like they've been harking back to the. I mean, they're taking the piss. They're going back generations <laughs> as to when they won titles. You don't deserve to win it, and they've never. They never have, and and the old adage about showing bottle and stuff, and they just don't have a thirty-eight game um, season where they can win tough, win hard, and win ugly. And Liverpool yeah. showed that last year with their one nils, they can do it. Yeah, Liverpool really ground grounded out. And ironically, I thought Liverpool played better football the year before than they did, did last year. Yeah, they did, and ironically, yeah. I mean, the, the year before they won the Champions League, uh, they were they were cup ready, and then this year they're just like battle hardened after that and. I was expecting a drop off, but Jesus, the drop off came on Man with Man City. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just looking here on the web, and you know, Spurs' biggest haul is is eight FA Cups. Yeah. The last one of which was in 1991. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the the last time they won the league was in 1961. <laughs> so, yeah, where is the tradition of winning trophies then? Yeah, you well, know, well, two thousand and eight, they won a league cup. I remember, I remember Robbie Keane lifting it, but 
you know, yeah, Spurs for me, I, I think they're a side on the way and I think they overachieved with Pochettino. Uh, I'm surprised Pochettino isn't in management again, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but yeah, they've definitely overachieved. And I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see Mourinho out and then Tottenham go for again this new up and coming manager like they did with Pochettino yeah. um, from Southampton. I wouldn't be surprised if they went for um, the Southampton Raf Hassan Hootle or some up and coming or even maybe the Hoffenheim manager or something like yeah. that to just, you know, to new energy into the club. Because like you said, it's, it really is an Asian team. Yeah. Well, you, and you look, I, I mean, you got all you got to do is um, look at their substitute goalkeeper, uh, Joe Hart. <laughs> what is that? If there's if if there was any if Joe's, if you write a book about Jose Mourinho signings, Joe Hart would be one of them. <laughs> I mean, like Hoiberg would be another one. I mean, he does he does go and buy Jose Mourinho signings, but like unlike other clubs, like he was at Man United, um, Chelsea, um, he had money. Yeah, and this is the last big team in England that he can manage. Like he's not going to manage Arsenal. You know, his credibility is kind of running out. So. <laughs> It's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm really looking forward to this. I really wish Amazon were doing a documentary right now because it would have been hilarious to do it now. But uh, the Jose show, yeah, maybe Jose part two. We'll see. <laughs> well, if you think about this, really, where who can he manage after this? Oh, he's in fairness, he is really respected in Europe. I mean, Real Madrid sure. have him. He has a great relationship with uh, the Real Madrid chairman. I would, think... would not. Oh, would not be surprised if he went back there. Yeah. Um, he's really he's really fancied in Italy, like on the continent. He's really well respected, well fancied, and for obvious reasons, like he's won trophies. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't, in England, be, I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe at Juventus or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's just really well respected, and so he should be in Europe. And it wouldn't surprise me for him to get like a huge job yeah. after Tottenham. You know, it wouldn't be the end of his career; just be the end of his career in England. Because <laughs> you know? he can't manage. Arsenal, he can't manage Man City, he can't manage Liverpool because <laughs> no, none of them would have him now. After, after the type of football they play, no. Yeah. The, the only good thing I, I like uh, about Tottenham is the, the ball, Matt Doherty, who's an Irish player. True. Who's probably one of maybe one and a half decent Irish players that we have. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, it's another Jose Marino signing. He's quick, he's strong, he can throw elbows. Yeah, so he's a fullback. Like he, he's in the mold of uh, Ivanovic. I wouldn't like, be surprised. Build wise. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if um, I see Ivanovic has moved to West Brom. Saw that, yeah. Uh, did, I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to convince Drogba to come out of retirement. <laughs> if anyone can, Jose can. Um, <laughs> Given much too much airtime to to Spurs. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, no, but I think definitely Arsenal will will close the gap. Whether they get top four just depends on Chelsea, United. Um, I do think United will definitely make up some points this year. I think um, so too, and, and because of that, uh, Bruno Fernandez fella. I mean, of all the players yeah. at United, I I think you know he's one player on the United team who would get into the Liverpool team. I think absolutely, yeah, absolutely. There's one of those too. creative uh, players that sits deep behind the three and. You know, I, I think like he would have been uh, like perfect for Liverpool. Um, yeah. Whether Liverpool are going to sign um, Thiago? Um, Do you know what? To kind I of fill it, that if, void. I don't know. I don't know at this stage. If Liverpool were going to sign Thiago, I think this that deal would have been done. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, I agree. So much talk over. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, just a quick one that I want to sneak in there. You asked me to talk about really briefly. Um, Ryan Brewster's future. Yeah. 
I don't think he has a future. If he does, I don't think it's, it doesn't look like it's going to be a Liverpool. No. Um, okay. I don't think he wants. You know how we feel about loans with, yeah. with uh, Jurgen. If you're being who doesn't know that as Rob believes that if you go on loan with Jurgen Klopp, that's the end of your career. If you're going on loan like two seasons in a row, uh, there's there's a bit of history there that could show you that, yeah, maybe it's it's all over. But I know he, he looked like pre-season he was going to get some games. He came in last year. Uh, he looked exciting. He looked like a different a different prospect to Bobby Firmino. So, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I mean, it doesn't look good yeah. the way Jurgen Klopp is talking. But then again, we don't have a a wealth of strikers forwards. But yeah, the other side of it is as well. I mean, it has to be hard. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. It has to be this... hard for... Um... Go on. This is the soundtrack of my life right now. Yeah, that's all right, dude. I've been there. Um, it has to be hard for Liverpool to try and bring in players at the minute. I mean, because the squad, is first team squad is so strong. You yeah, know, like we there's not too this. many, there's not too many players going to come in and, and get into that first team. You know, so. no. And where they have improved is is where they needed to left back Robbo, yeah, needs a break. You know, um, so and and they definitely need another centre back without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, there's such, there's such a dearth of talent. In certain positions, like there's there's so many midfielders, but when it comes to out and out attackers that can come in, sit in the bench, rotate, yeah, and then centre backs. I mean, it's really. I mean, if City are or City are still going for Koulibaly, mm. who's twenty nine thirty now, definitely not the player he was. That just goes to show you there really is a dearth, and they paid what forty million euros for Nathan Ake. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But I that Koulibaly, he's better than anything they have. Curtis. Oh, he is. He yeah. is, and and he's. He, but that's what I'm saying. He's 29. He's 29, 30. He's he's. You know, Van Dijk is younger, best best centre back in the world. You have Chelsea buying Thiago Silva in a one year contract. Yeah. Just the there is a dearth of centre back options. Um, Liverpool are just lucky that they have probably the one of the best centre backs in England, with Joe Gomez now the best centre back in the world in Van Dijk. But unfortunately for Liverpool, the backup needs 14 well, weeks off. On the upside to the backup issue, at least Calamity Lovren is gone. Yeah, you were you were trying to marry ground when that happened, weren't you? That he, he still just went away. He still went away with, me. He still went away with medals. <laughs> and, and look, and I look, I've no problem with that. But like, he just every game he played, you can be sure we can see the goal. He, he didn't always made a mistake. He didn't fill you full of confidence, but. No. I, th- I think what, what happened with him was that he still made those mistakes, but because he was making them this time with Van Dyke and Allison, they weren't as exposed as much. But when he was making those mistakes with Matip and Mignolet or Carius, they were exposed straight away. I mean, they were like, there was a goal in it. As soon as Lovren lost his head, they all lost their head, or Mignolet lost his head, they all lost their head. So, yeah. you know, I think this, we're just, we're, we're lucky. Well, we're not lucky because we bought them. But we got the world-class keepers and the world-class centre-back and two world-class full-backs yeah. um, at really good ages. So, Yeah, I think you're right there. Anyway, uh, look, Rob, we'll wrap this up uh, with one final thing here. Um, bottom three. Who do you think the bottom three will be this year? Um, mine is kind of... Uh, I, I give you mine. It's um, yeah. f- uh, Fulham, um, Aston Villa 
And I think probably Sheffield United this year. Oh, wow. That's a big yeah. call on Sheffield United. Oh. Well, you took two out of, out, of my, out of my head right now because I was de- definitely full on. Back in the day. Uh, back, back to the championship. Uh, <laughs> they're gone. Um, West Brom, I think, are going to find it really yeah. difficult. West Brom could call, yeah. Um, and then I was kind of, I was stuck with, like, I... Initially, I had thought because of the the way they ended last year that that um, Villa would struggle, but they spent big. So yeah, but they spent big last season as well, hundred million plus. Jesus, they did. Where's this money coming from? I mean, uh, they're doing an imitation of Leeds twenty years ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had Villa there, and then I was I was kind of torn between um, Villa and uh, Jesus Christ. What was the name of the team? Can't think of it. I'm going to go with Villa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put Sheffield United in there, um, but uh, I think Villa are. They've spent big. It doesn't mean that they've spent good. Um, yeah. Newcastle. I think you talk with surprise. Pack. I think Newcastle could be a surprise packet. Um, maybe, maybe. Um, hmm. I think Steve Bruce has really turned them around from where Rafael Benitez left them, hasn't he? He's definitely he's definitely brought more weight. Yeah. To the. Uh, and some broken and a broken nose to it, but uh, no, he's definitely he's added well. Well, in fairness, Benitez didn't get anything off Ashley, and now all of a sudden, yeah. see Bruce has got some millions to spend. It's funny, um, yeah, it's it's, funny. it's interesting, all right. One of the best managers in the world gets nothing, and Steve Bruce gets nearly 100 million. So, <laughs> I think Newcastle could be a surprise out packet, and by surprise, I just mean they won't end up in the bottom half of the table, yeah, um, yeah. I I I would uh, I would concur with that. So, you know they might even push up to the sixth or something like that. I, I mean, they might challenge Everton for the Everton Cup. Uh, I like to see Wolves place. do. I, I'd like to see Wolves do well this year. That Nuno Espirito Santo has just been he's been amazing for Wolves. I just hope they don't get a, a second season syndrome and end up in the Vauxhall Conference. I don't, you know, as much as as Espirito uh, Santo has been a fantastic manager, I mean the fact that they have a relationship with uh, Mendes. Who just keeps on getting these fantastic young talents from Portugal, <laughs> <laughs> lying in his pockets, it's just like gold. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it'd be nice to see Wolves do well this year, uh, and Leicester. It'd be nice to see. It'd be nice to see like a different team kind of come into the fold, yeah, um, and really challenge uh, like Sheffield United did last year. But uh, I don't know, maybe money might might talk and walk this year. Maybe so. so. Maybe so. It's going to be a real season. Okay, Rob, we'll leave it there. Uh, we'll. Uh, We'll have a discussion next week on the, the next round of matches. Yeah. And uh, we'll we, we, we'll talk then. All right. Take or it more. easy. Take Au revoir. Bye-bye. <laughs>